from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What up, fuckers? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You are about to listen to a clip from Guys We Fuck the Anti-Slut-Shaming Podcast, where we interview stand-up comedian and host of the podcast, A Fuck-Up Guide to Self-Help. And I did fuck up that title, so that was perfect. Ooh, you need to listen um, to this podcast. <laughs> Jamie Kelstein. We This is a great interview. We talk so much about uh, relationships and breakups, but like the nitty-gritty. The philosophical yes, shit. The yes. philosophical shit. Yeah, and if you want to hear more of this interview and our other episodes, as well as podcasts by people like Lena Dunham and Alyssa Bennett, Russell Brand, Michael Rappaport, Roxanne Gay, you're going to head over to luminarypodcasts.com where you can get a subscription for as little as $2.99 a month. Enjoy. Now, you're probably like, at least you had a great girlfriend that didn't break up with you the week before. Uh, so that oh, happened. You did? Dude. Wait, you always are going through a breakup, Jamie. You just went through a dramatic one like last year. But, but, but. It was a different one? Man, these people, everyone's meeting so many people. All of my breakups uh, (laughs) for the last three or four years have been very healthy and friendly. Um, So, like, we're moving up there. There's been nothing fucking. Okay, well, that's good. Was this last one healthy and friendly? No. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was just, it was very fast. So, Corinne, you'll be proud. Uh. I think we talked about this in Nashville, but I stayed single for all of quarantine after that break because I had the breakup. Then I think we worked Hashtag together brave. and then, yeah, I stayed single. This is the, but dude, 38 years old, I've never been single. I was going to say, I was like, that's good because really? you needed to nip that yeah. codependency in the bud. Oh. So I'm glad that you did that. Proud of you. Well, wait, let me ask your advice then, because so this thing in Austin. So I go the whole year and I'm like happy. Uh, and I'm to not, happen. Yeah. And I'm not like sleeping. Like I'm literally 38 and I'm like, this is what I like to do. Like, right. d- dude, like different genres of movie, like things, uh-huh. music from childhood that I haven't yeah. listened to. Cause and I'm you like, straight men and women don't have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were raised completely differently. That's what it was. Yeah. But, like, ser- no, but seriously, like I would get, Every girlfriend like made fun of me for listening to like fish, which I get them. They're not wrong. But suddenly I was like, I'm going to start fucking listening to fish. Yeah, I do what you want. Matthews, just all this shit from my childhood. Yeah. And so I where I was, I thought I was tested was over quarantine because I was happy and single. It was the most I've ever been hit up. And Wow. Guys, because you're putting out that vibe unknowingly. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, guys will always say, and I think this is kind of a sexist thing, but like, guys will be like, yeah, it's because women only want you when you're fucking taken. It's like, no, women just don't want you when you're a thirsty asshole. Uh Like, I think that if I'm doing my own shit and it appears that I'm doing my own shit and then I'm not like flirting and I'm talking to someone like a human, uh, hooray, hooray. So, But I said no. Like, I said no to all the quarantine stuff, even though I was fucking lonely by myself for the first time. Then I get to Austin and immediately got into, like, three 
like week long, like almost like they were saying, I love you like several days in. And I was like, maybe, maybe I do. What? There's something about like this heavy love yes. bombing that you like. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And, and everyone loves the love bomb. It is. I mean, it feels it's nice. Just the other side of it. Stinks. It feels nice not until fun. you realize those type of people do that to everyone and you're right. and you're not special. And yeah. that's and that for me kills lo- love bombing. Oh, that's it. I've never heard that before, because like I I actually just learned about it this year. I had never heard me too. before. And I'm such you know, I have this whole bit, not going to do a bit, but I have this whole bit about how I didn't grow up on porn. I grew up on like romantic comedies and the bit gets like porny. But because of the romantic comedies, like a sincere thing that happens to me is love bombing just seems fucking romantic. I'm like, this it is does. Great. This You're is right. what happens. Yes. Like now we get like I I map it out. And so what I was going to ask you guys to call me on is I'm wondering, like, because I got into these fast things here in Austin, one of them I broke up with because I saw all the red flags. Which were? Right? Oh, like, okay, I'm just gonna tell the story. So <laughs> this seemed so romantic. So I haven't been on a dating site in fucking years. I'm like, I'm not gonna go back on. And I always used to tell my brother, I would sound like an old man. I'd be like, I just wanna meet a girl at a bookstore. And <laughs> something kind of like that happened where, Two weeks into moving to Austin, I get like brutally injured and I have to go to the hospital and I'm like fucking depressed. I'm in a cast. I'm not even unpacked yet. So I'm just like sitting in essentially my apartment has become a metaphor for why I shouldn't have moved to Austin. Like I can't unpack. I can't hang up a fucking shower curtain and I'm trying not to emotionally spiral. So I go, okay, well, I can't really fight. So I'm just going to double down. I'm writing. So I was like, I I always write at home, but I'm like, I'll find a like a restaurant to go write at. It'll be my spot, Uh, blah, blah, blah. So I get my computer and a notebook and I go to a diner uh, right by me. And the waitress is super sweet. Um, And so I called the manager over to be like, hey, your waitress is awesome. I know people just like bitch but like uh she was asking me about my injury and i was really depressed and like you got a good staff and so and the waitress is like totally was old she hot jamie, old jamie's type yeah like uh tattooed vegan like pierced tattooed every- vegan was nice to me was nice to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. ask me how i murdered my thumb yeah, yeah yeah uh moved far too fucking quickly just my stuff yeah. and uh so she bought me uh, dinner. I get the bill. There's no uh, thing. And she goes, I just wanted to say welcome to Austin. Like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Wow. Welcome, so, to, I- yeah, welcome to this box. Welcome- <laughs> <laughs> I got a to go uh, box for you, Jamie. It's <laughs> nom nom, motherfucker. <laughs> Start eating. <laughs> I can't believe this is the first time I've done this show. I'm already so happy. So, uh, so then so I don't like flirt with her because, again, I'm still in single mode. And so I was just like, what a nice thing that this nice human did, because That's I single mode? I, I, I like a uh, 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 celibate mode. I, I'm, oh, still, I see. Okay, I'm yeah. still not looking. I, right. I just had my year of fucking Ramdas and mushrooms, just like the cliche dude yeah. in mountains experience is what I had. So you're seeing like you're seeing women that you would normally be attracted to, like as, as just humans. actual humans, as yeah. just like a yeah. kind dude. I talk Get you to, being a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I actually I talked to a monk friend of mine because I was going to be like celibate celibate. And mm-hmm. he was like, 
then he told me celibacy is also no masturbation. And I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Um, but he said yeah, something really beautiful where I was. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy. And he goes, well, when you stop doing that, you start seeing everybody as spiritual beings. And I was like, ooh. so I'm like, kind of you do. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like in this mode and I'm like, OK, so I keep going in. Uh, and again, she's probably more attracted to me than she would be because I'm not flirting and I have no idea what's happening. And I'm just talking to her like a person. She keeps talking to me. Uh, and then one, meat. one day out of nowhere. Yeah, she gives me her number and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. You, I mean, I'm going back to her diner. <laughs> well, right. But I'm going back there to write because, right. again, I'm a good right. guy. Uh, and I was just right. Bad. And then most people wouldn't understand. Like, I mean, I, I, I get that. Wouldn't yeah. understand, especially outside of like New York or L.A. that like people go to the same spot to write. Yeah. Like, well, that's also, more coastal thing. Yeah, I've actually never asked a waitress for her number because I'm self-hating. Like, I just assume it's their job to be nice. So even if it seems flirty. Yeah, I they're yeah. like a stripper. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So, but I'm then like, of course, sometimes they really do like you know like you because they're still humans. humans who are attracted to people. Yes. <laughs> so this is what happened, and so like she gives me her number, and dude, I like went home. I called my brother. I was like, I think I met the one. I think this is because it was like oh, exactly, I was single for like exactly a year. So I was like, this is what happens. The one and, year anniversary is pussy. It's a pussy anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my brother. <laughs> Uh, and my brother was just so excited that it wasn't like another fucking like artist or person like me. It's like, she's a diner manager. He's like, do it, go for it. And so we go out, uh, things happen and, uh, red flag. Number one, uh, she has a boyfriend. Is she open in an open relationship? Certainly not. No, she broke up with him. Um, oh, and- so she doesn't have a boyfriend. She broke. So, but so she went out with you, but then broke and been liked you enough. Then that broke up with the boyfriend that she lived with. Correct. What then, the fuck? She didn't even see uh, her dick yet. Then, uh, no, no, she did. She did. She, yeah, yeah. After oh, she, she did. After yeah. she, she uh, saw that D and then yeah. left her man. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Uh, they make uh, then uh, <laughs> she's like, she was like working down a DUI. I mean, so so much that did not that was not in this cute scenario right that was in my head and Wait, so much- did she tell you before she broke up with the boyfriend and left and, and left living with him did she uh, tell you she was going to do that or did she it, tell you after she did that it sounded not really like a living thing as much as like he sounded like kind of like a trash boyfriend that was just like freeloading a little bit like it didn't okay. sound great and so I was going to so I was like, hey, uh, I've been working very hard on myself. Uh, these things are all very rough to me. And like, by the way, I obviously believe in redemption and all this stuff and people fall in love and shit like that. But uh, like my mom's like dealt with alcoholism and I'm like, I just don't I can't have my first relationship after being single going into like all of my childhood trauma like yeah. right away. And so then she was like, well, like, what if I start going to meetings? What if like stuff like that? I was like, you should do that for you. I go, yes. if you're going to do that for you, fucking awesome. Do it for you. And then like, we'll see what happens. And then like, I don't know. We tried like a couple more times and I was like, this is still going to be a disaster. But I was like, maybe. I mean, if I w- was in a week long toxic relationship and I got her to a meetings, like that's pretty, nice. pretty great. Uh, Can't go to that then, diner anymore, though. No, you got to find a no, new one. Dude, I drove by it today and I was just like, Ugh. and I go to this other diner and it's like, 
fine. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that excerpt of our interview with stand-up comedian Jamie Kilstein to listen to the whole thing. More of Guys We Fucked and more from other brilliant podcast minds. Go to luminarypodcasts.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.